Welcome to another episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we're going to continue on in breaking down episode by episode of the OC. As always, I'm joined by my partner here, Kenzie. How are you today? I'm good. I'm, I don't know if I'm tired. I slept too much with this extra hour. I don't know what's going on. I felt really weird because like I got up at like five o'clock this morning and I was just like, hey, hello world. And then I was like, oh my God, we're almost close to Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> November 1st, almost close to Christmas. <laughs> That's when Christmas starts, right? You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's the, the countdown begins. Um, Thugs, thanks for joining us again here. We are going to break down season one, episode 12 called The Secret. Um, last week, I forgot about the synopsis, but this week I will not forget about it because that's just, you know, I remembered this time. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're so bad, but um, this one's not particularly like grand either. So are you ready, Kenzie? I'm ready. All right. I, I went to IMDb earlier and I almost clicked on it and I was like, no. <laughs> like, it's really hard not to. Yeah, especially because like, that's where I try to find like fun facts, but I yes. can't do that because then I'll read it. Exactly. If it's in front of you, you're going to read it, right? You know what I mean? Like it, it's just, that's just how it is. Exactly. Um, so yeah. I'm ready. We're on the eve of the best Christmaca ever episode, which is pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, I definitely was like, oh my God, today's a Christmaca episode, like an idiot. I don't know why, because I knew a bad guy had not appeared yet. So I knew it wasn't time yet, but <laughs> I'm excited for next week. Yeah, me too. Um, so the synopsis, no one was supposed to see what happened, but Luke did. And so did Ryan. Now, somehow, all Newport knows that Luke's dad has been living a lie. And the subsequent gossip raises questions of the secrecy and trust. Pretty good. Right, yeah. Because it tells you something big happens, but it doesn't tell you what. Yeah, it's not like the rest of them. Like, <laughs> Literally, like, I'm surprised Marissa it doesn't overdosing. say. Like, yeah, so it's... it's <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. Pretty um, good. We pan into, obviously... We pan into the OC. We got a big, like a big picture you know what i mean like when the episode first kicks off we got a nice little pan in of the oc how you know rich it is yeah and um my favorite song from the oc ever of any soundtrack for i mean other than the chrismica soundtrack but the dandy warhols i love them so much and the song is replayed through the entire episode and i love the dandy warhols fantastic and then of course <laughs> we're coming off the episode where you know seth is uh caught himself in the midst of a love triangle which is the first time in his entire life and he doesn't really know what to do it's hilarious because he's dancing down the halls which it's a really infinite gift right yeah i was just gonna say i use it all the time and i in my head i knew it was from an episode where it, like it does this cut where you can tell something different's going on for him yeah but i use it all the time and like when i saw it i was like wait a minute <laughs> like i was the leonardo dicaprio meme you know exactly like the, it's like <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what i did i was like oh wait a minute like I, it's I so feel like funny <laughs> when you get to things like that that you use like every day because i use that a lot to like when it's like five o'clock and it's time to leave work so <laughs> i think we've sent it to each other like a million times yeah it's so you know, funny so obviously we transitioned from happy seth dancing down the halls to oh my god he's sick and we all know why he doesn't want to go to school which coming from a kid that probably has never missed a day in his entire existence even whenever he's probably sick he goes to school um it so was just funny. funny it was just hilarious um ryan here amazing. hilarious oh so my God. funny and and like before we say what he said obviously when he says it and sandy it kind of goes over sandy's head that's like the best part of it's honestly like the funniest thing because Ryan is so not funny to everyone, even though he's hilarious, but right. no one around him registers as him as being funny. Right. He's making all these jokes. He's like, do you have the summer flu? And Sandy's like, are you sick? Do you have a fever? And then he's like, maybe you need some antibiotics. And Sandy's like, maybe we should take you to the doctor. And then... Like five minutes go by, all this dialogue, and then Sandy picks up on the fact that he's faking it, and he's like, "He's like, oh my god, the summer, summer. flu!" <laughs> the light he's bulb like, that went was on. Good. 
so funny. The, the light bulb went on. It was, it was, it was fantastic. Um, yes. <laughs> I just, it was, I don't know what they do so great about this show, but the opening here was so fun. It's just, it's, it's a collective family moment and it's like just a bunch of making fun of each other. I mean, we bring up the fact that Kirsten comes in and, you know, getting drunk and passing out on Thanksgiving, which still seems to be the theme of the, cause I would assume that this is Monday, right? You know, Thanksgiving's the Thursday. So normally yeah. school kids have the Thursday, Friday off. Mm-hmm. So we're coming back around. And I guess this might be the last time we, everybody saw each other. Right. You know what I mean? So Kirsten passed out drunk, which we talked about in the last episode, which like, it's so funny because I know something happens later on in the series with her and alcohol, but like, if you just, if you ignore that and you're like laying out the situation, I'm like, I don't really blame her. Like, <laughs> no. it's a really stressful situation. Like, and there's a reason. It got worse. Yeah. And there's like a reason like people drink when they get around their families and stuff. Like, because it's not fun if it's too many people because you just know there's going to be drama. Right. Let alone like, her husband and her father despise each other with nothing else going on. And now there's this lawsuit going on. So it's like, it's all heightened. And then it's like, she's like frenemies with Julie at this point. Like they're not really friends. And like, she's dating her dad. Like, like I don't blame the alcohol at all. I'm like, any adult should not make fun of her. No. Like I know the noopsies are gossipy little brats, but like, come on. Yeah. I'd like to see any of the noopsies in Kirsten's position and not drink. <laughs> I would they, drink if I was in her yeah, position. I was I drinking drink watching it. <laughs> exactly. Like, like ridiculous. It was, it was just so funny to me because it's just like, they're making fun of her, but you're right. You put yourself in, in Kirsten's shoes and you're like, yeah, like she was. Up. I get it. Like, <laughs> I get it hundred Didn't have enough. <laughs> I, I drink for a lot less right now. You know what I mean? Like, um, I love the fact that Sandy coined herself a new word there, yoga lotties. I just. Well, actually, it's a thing. Oh. Like, it's an actual thing. Yoga lotties. And he just can't stop saying it because it, and, and it's like, like, Krona, you know, like, yeah. it's a dumb combined thing, but he can't yeah. stop saying it. And I love when he's like, I can't, she's like making fun of him. She's like, you can't stop saying it. He's like, yoga lotties. Yoga Lotties, and he looks at Ryan, and Ryan goes, Yoga Lotties. And I'm like, Why is Ryan saying Yoga Lotties? Like, it was really funny. It this is a great... really great Ryan episode for oh jokes. He's full of jokes. It's so good. And because, like, at that particular moment, I love how we just, at towards the end of the episode, or the end of the opening, right before the opening uh, song hits, they just have that bonding moment. It's like at this it's particular so moment, like, it's Ryan Sandy and But and... I have a question. So they're like, we didn't do anything wrong and they cheers. Right. Didn't Ryan like take Marissa to Chino and like drive a stolen <laughs> car? Happened. Like, am I missing something? I mean, like, obviously they don't know about the stolen car, but like No, but they do know about the Marissa thing. <laughs> yeah, like, come on. Like, I don't and I don't know. Sandy Sandy probably did something up in there. I don't know. <laughs> He's always in trouble. <laughs> He's always husbanding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that. Is that a thing? Like, did you just I don't know. It up? I don't know. Anytime yeah. my, like my husband said something super controversial in my household this morning. And that's what I, I wrote it off as husbanding. Husbanding. I like that. <laughs> uh, we transition to school, school project time. I love the teachers explaining this, right? They're like, counts as 45% of your grade. I was like, excuse me? Like, you go to school this whole semester and it all comes down to one project? <laughs> right. And, like, okay, when I was in public, in elementary, high school, middle school, or whatever, you kind of finish school, like, the 20th or, like, the 18th or something of December. So... Why do they have two weeks to do a project that counts as like fifty percent of their grade? Yeah, because you you have like at least another month of that semester, right? At least of that semester, because normally you go into like fall break and that semester is over or whatever. That's how it was for us, and it's how it's kids for the kids nowadays. But you're right; like, there's still a full. Because it's like if it's like Thanksgiving's always either you go back to school and it's like December first, or it's like. Like no November thirtieth, but right. like 
there's no way that's enough time for a project that that's that much of your grade. 45. If you fail this project, basically. You fail the class. Exactly. There's no opportunity like, otherwise. Like, it's just. And, like, I know they were saying, like, like Harbor has a extra expedited curriculum. But, like, right. come on. That's. Yeah. It's a lot for that's one. That's asking for a lot of parents to be punishing their children while they're at home for a Christmas break. <laughs> right? Yeah, because that's like, you're right. Oh, my God. You get your grades home? while you're right. at home. Right. Like, you're at home for like two and a half weeks almost, basically. I yeah. don't know if the people that wrote this never went to public school or something. <laughs> I don't know. But this is not how it works. Like, not at I all. don't know. I don't know. Um, we see... Luke and Ryan get paired, which I found funny because Marissa's like, I tried to tell the teacher to let us pair up together. They wouldn't let them. Everybody knows they're dating. So obviously they're not going to let them pair together. So my only question about this is um, Ryan is a new student and I feel like they would pair him specifically with someone that's doing well at the school. And it's been made very clear that Luke is not right. Like, Especially yeah. when, like, Ryan goes to Luke's house, like, his dad says something, like, keep him in check, like, he needs to do better. So I don't think they would pay, especially because, like, of Ryan's, like, background, like, they said he had bad grades. and like, Right, exactly. Especially because Harbor is a private school. I feel like they would have gone out of his way, their way to, like, pair him with someone that was doing well in school. Right. Because he's still barely been at this school. Like, it's, like, not even the first semester of his time at this school's up. Yeah. So I call a little bullshit on this. Oh, 100%. Um, pairing. Not just because, like, they would be not a good compatible pair, but, like, if he's, like, kind of, like, on a probationary period, like, they're not going to pair him with someone who's not at least getting an A. Like, And, and we're pretty well known in this area of town that everybody knows everything. Right? Yeah. Like, I so, don't know. It's just weird. Unless, like, the teacher was, like, fuck Ryan. Like... <laughs> It's which is possible, or like maybe the teacher is from like Irvine and like they hate Chino and they're like, oh my god, like, (laughs) or he knows there's the there's this there's he wants to see the drama, right? (laughs) Unless he knows the conflict is there and then puts them together on purpose, you know what I mean? It's that's a possibility. Um, Marissa and Seth making fun of Ryan teaming up with Luke was pretty funny. Um, um, just like. It was Marissa being funny is like really funny because it's not like how Ryan is funny and nobody notices. Like Marissa's never really funny. No. So when she was being funny, I was like, this is so bizarre. Yeah. Like, yeah, but because- her and Seth have this really cute relationship that never is shown. And when it is shown, I'm like, this is so cute. Right. Yeah. Because it's so funny to us because you think in the, in, in our heads, we see their They've lived next to each other their entire yeah. lives, and they they have this incredible bond, which is really strong. You know what I mean? Like it's really good. Yeah. Like they have a lot of the same interests and stuff like that. So it's funny to me when it comes down to them being funny together. Um, the next thing is, I love Summer is so mad at Marissa for having lunch with Seth. <laughs> it's so funny because like um, I don't know where Summer was when they were having lunch because right. their school's not very big. That it wouldn't be like everyone has the same lunchtime. Like it's a pretty small school and like, I totally get it. Like summer's in the right, but she should have laid down her alliances before because it's different when your boyfriend is dating. (laughs) is like the best friend of the guy that is like, I don't know, but I would have loved to see um, summer's explanation of what went down on Thanksgiving to Marissa. Oh my God. I feel like it was super blown out of proportion and like, I, I really wish I could see it. And then I wonder if Marissa came to, to uh, Ryan and was like, what happened? Right. And and like had like a. Because that's what oh I God, would do. Been, right. Because but you I get the one side it. from Summer, right? And then Ryan gets the side from Seth, which Ryan was also. You know, and then you meet in the middle and then Seth and I mean, Ryan and Marissa meet in the middle to like combine the stories to figure out what really happened. And then it's just like we're, we're in a kind of a big mess. It's That's super funny. Um, it would have been so funny to see unfolding. And then, obviously, while this conversation is going on, Anna enters this, the the picture here, which is pretty funny. Um, because she's in the bathroom as they're having the conversation, and Summer goes, oh, you know. And, it's and- really funny because, like, that is something that could happen. But why did Marissa be like, I'm leaving? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, like when Marissa left, I was like, I'd be kind of pissed at my friend if she just right. like left. Because it's not really conversation. Yeah, yeah. It, it bothered me. I don't think Marissa's a very good friend. I don't <laughs> want to like say that, but like, 
Yeah. She made a questionable decision here so far. Um, and then, of course, Summer makes fun of Anna because she said, you're like flossing at school. <laughs> and then... I, I want to say, though, I flossed at school. Yeah? Yeah. I, like, really wanted to be a dentist for a long time. And I was, like, obsessed. But she is correct if people are listening and still go to school in person or work in person. Floss your teeth after you eat lunch. Yeah. Look at that. little tidbit from Kenzie here. And Anna. For, oh, well, yeah. You know. The Anna. Um, it's just funny. And then at the, by the end of this conversation, they go back and forth, you know, she gives her, you know, the floss, floss and it's really funny. they come I like out of that the moment because they they haven't really had a chance to interact. They just both don't like each other because of Seth. Right. Exactly. But like, they've never really talked. They just like, don't like each other because of Seth, but they've right. never really like had their own conversation without Seth. No, it was just a full-fledged, like, oh, Pittsburgh, and then, you know, ew, like, you're prepping exactly. And then it was like, oh, look, they had a moment. Because Summer, of- like, brought up, like, which was smart for Summer, being like, you don't like Seth because Seth likes me, not because of whatever. And she was like, no, like, I just don't like him because he did that to us. Exactly. And then Summer was like, what? <laughs> like, people can be like that? Like, <laughs> exactly. and she's like, give me the, some of that floss, bitch. <laughs> And then they walk out all happy together and then Seth. Boom. And it was like the worst nightmare for Seth, right? You know what I mean? Like I could, I just, I died laughing and I was just. Like I was so uncomfortable just watching it. I can't imagine experiencing it. Oh, for sure. Like I I just, I don't even understand like what is, yes. You know what I mean? And then of course. It's just a hilarious moment. You know, they have a bonding moment and they, they and they, of course they take advantage of that, which is hilarious all in itself because, you know, so my question to you is, is if you're in Seth's shoes here, right? You know what I mean? This has never happened to Seth before in his life. Like you can't fault the guy really for what kind of transpired. But at the same time, obviously it was not the most, it, it's not you a could have honestly just been like summer Anna's here on Thanksgiving and like none of this would have happened for sure. For sure. But it's summer and you know what I mean? Like it's just summer, you know what I mean? I suppose, but I mean, but at the same time he didn't know summer was going to show up obviously either. You know what I mean? That was, you know, but he just could have easily been like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It sucks because I love Seth, but I was like uncomfortable by. So then of course we, we transition into the scene where they're in the locker room. Kirsten and everybody, everybody's talking and everybody's surprised because Kirsten showed up because she had a hangover for what? Now, this would have been like four days in a row that she would have had this hangover. She shouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to come to Yoga Lotties. But wouldn't Yoga Lotties have been like open? Because pe- like, would people have been going? Because like, I'm sure these people aren't from Newport right. and yeah. then they probably have their families come to them. So I honestly think this would have been the first day back to Yoga Lotties also. Yeah, so exactly. Um, there was a line in here. Um, I could go for a little hair of a dog myself. What? I don't know what that means. Like there was a lot of stuff they were saying and I was like, what? Like I, I literally rewound it three times. The noobsies talked like really weird. Like, I don't know. One, I was trying to figure out if what she said, I thought she said. Two, I was trying to write down what she said. And three, I was trying to figure out what I could go for a little hair of the dog myself meant. And I never Googled it, which I probably should have, but I still don't understand what that means. Um, Obviously, we transition to Jimmy and Julia's conversation. Um, Yeah, it's. Yeah, uncomfortable. it's just like, it's really weird. She's so mean. She's just like, I don't know, like, why, like, he's still the father of, like, her children. Like, I don't right. know. I don't know. And then it's like, Marissa's called her out on it. So I'm like, can't you move past this? Like, it's so infuriating. And, like, I guess, though, at this point in time, like, we don't realize that the conversation that Julie's had with um, Caleb. So in our heads, we're like, she can figure this out with Caleb. But, like, that's not really the case. Right, exactly. And it's, 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 it's weird, right? It's, it's very weird because it's just like, I I don't even understand. Like, how could you, I could go to jail 
maybe you should she follows up with and i'm just like it's so horrible the thing about it is even if he goes to jail right there's still he still has to pay the fines um i think he it's like a longer time to pay it back like right now the whole thing keeping him out of jail is he can he has like so many days like he has till january 1st to pay Mm -hmm. restitution but i'm Mm -hmm. sure if he goes back to jail he can like work it off over time Oh, for sure. But I'm like, we know he knows he owes so much money. But I think like then, like Julie could probably find something. Like she could find another guy to pay for her house. <laughs> she has Caleb right now, so <laughs> yeah. There's that. Um, we 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 transition into Ryan and Luke walking. They're you know he walks in or whatever, and they kind of have a bonding moment, which is cute. Wait, I like Luke's family is not the way I pictured them. No, like, I kind of picture them being like assholes, like everyone else has been portrayed in, in Newport. Yes, and when they're like really nice, I'm like, why is Luke like this? And I still don't understand why Luke is like this because you can tell his little brothers, which is so funny. I don't remember seeing them young. I only remember them old when Caitlin becomes a more central figure. Right. Um, but. Like, they're, like, running around like maniacs, and then the dad comes in, and they, like, straighten up, and they're, like, really well-behaved. Yeah. And I'm like, so that's, like, a positive parenting structure. Why is Luke a terrorist? Like, yeah, exactly. I don't understand. And it's it so does. weird. And his it's dad's, so like, weird. super nice. That's so nice. Like, invites nice. invites Ryan to this football game. Like, like what is going on? We got like, great seats to the football game. Do you want to come? He This is the first time he's ever met Ryan in his entire... And I'm sure he knows about Ryan. Everybody well, else in town because, knows. Well, because Luke got in trouble, and they had to pick him up from Juvie or whatever. Right. With Ryan. There. Right. Exactly. And, like, so, his mom was like, you remember Ryan. And I'm assuming his mom meant it, like... That kid, you, yeah, that that <laughs> right. Ryan, you know what I mean. But yeah. I just love that Luke is straight up a nerd. They get into his his room and he's like, "Well, I was thinking we could do a PowerPoint and then we could do stuff. I got all these books from the library. I was like, you're Luke's a nerd, like, so like fine, but like it's just really weird setup he's got here. Super, 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 super. But super. he leads into the whole. My dad has this thing at his office, which. I don't know, like, why does your dad have something? You could do a PowerPoint if you have a laptop. Why can't you do a PowerPoint? Yeah, because it was, and not in his office, like his office office at the car dealership, not yeah, like his cool. office in the house. Like I was also, thinking. Also, like that whole thing got confused me because I'm like, does he have keys to his dad's dealership? Right? Because if his dad is hiding something, like it doesn't work if your son has keys. Right, it doesn't. Not at all. I mean, because we see what happens in a minute, but you're right. I didn't think about that. Like, you wouldn't want your kid to have to access to this place. And say, hey, like, what's going on? And do, for what to happen, happened. You know exactly. I mean? It's like weird. A, I mean, like, I don't know if that's a goof. I don't know what it is. It needs explained. Yeah, because it, it doesn't make any sense. Because obviously keys. what ends up happening, you know, happens because Luke has keys to set How? So they're... In this Mustang that they turn on with no keys somehow, um, no car keys, turn the car on. I don't know. Um, blasting music, car is on. Yeah. In an enclosed space, so it's probably loud, like louder yeah. than normal. Yep. His dad doesn't hear. Yeah, I. <laughs> His dad's not like, who's in my dealership? Because it's nighttime. Why yes. would someone be in there? Exactly. I didn't understand I, that either. I don't understand. Like, I, I just feel like for someone who's hiding something uh, this big of a secret, he's not paying attention. Like, no. I don't understand. And because then they it's walk like it's in. It's not a five-minute secret. It's not like a five-minute secret. It's been going on no. for years. And they walk in so, like. Um, Nonchalant. Like, but they're they're aware. They're like, we we're in public. We can't be touching. Right. Yeah. We they they wait until they're like inside and in some hallway to like hold hands even, and then they right. kiss. And I, I just feel like I don't know why Luke wasn't like, hey, like why did Luke wait until they started kissing? To, I don't know because like if I saw my dad like from afar, I'd be like, hey, like yeah, exactly. You know? like I, I wouldn't would be wait. like. I wouldn't just like wait. Luke was just standing there. And I'm like, this was not like, I don't know if the acting wasn't staged properly to where like it laid out naturally. Yeah. But it was like a very like forced, like. And, and I don't it, correct me if I'm wrong here, but whenever we see them, it's just basically like an open door that we can, they can see through. When you would see it definitely notice someone else there. 
Right. So you would have not not just heard somebody. You hear a car with music blaring, and this and it's like door. a dealership he owns. Like I right. don't understand because it's like it's nighttime. It's made very clear to us that this place is closed. Right. And that's why. Um, was his name Gus? Yeah. So, yeah. That's why Luke's dad and Gus are so comfortable once they get inside and they're like out of the windows. Right. Because it's night. Because it's like nobody's there. So I'm like, wouldn't right. you notice that somebody's there? And on top of that, nobody's in the place, right? So there's not a lot of noise going on. So yeah. like the, the echo of a car starting and music, it would be very present to the moment. And like they had stuff with them. And like they were like, it's two guys. Like it's not like it's like one person kind of like trying to sneak around. Like these are two guys right. that aren't even trying to pretend they're not there. No, they're literally. I don't know. It's really weird. Fun. Yeah. Like I was like. I remember watching it like when it was on as a kid and being like, this is so dramatic, but like, it's not as dramatic. It's kind of like, I don't understand how Luke, like they've made it very clear that Luke's dad is smart. Right. Cause his dad even makes fun of the fact that like, I have this degree yet. I own a car dealership. Like exactly. What the fuck is that? Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, so I mean, he would know. And especially like they keep bringing up that his dad's never around. Exactly. And he's always been going on these trips, which we're led to believe is because he was having this love affair. Mm -hmm. But, like, if they put that much effort into hiding, they yeah. wouldn't notice two people. And a very loud car and music. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. It bothered me. Like, normally they're really good at stuff like this on the show. And it was just kind of weird. To, it kind of was I honestly think maybe it was like staging or something. Yeah. Like they laid out the scene and it just didn't work as well in person. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. But also that car was not nice. I don't know anything about cars, but I don't want a red Mustang. I wouldn't want a red car. I don't know. I like my, I used to like, I, I liked Eleanor, like gone in 60 seconds. That was my kind of car. Now I really don't have a kind of car. I just want to get from point A to point B and I'm okay with it. As long as it runs, I'm good. You know what I mean? But um, obviously the moment we're talking about is, you know, Gus and Luke's dad, they, Wait, yes. can we talk about what is his dad's name? Um, they never say it. They keep saying Luke's dad. I don't um, know his name. I don't either. I think they do. No, wait a minute. I thought they do. Doesn't um? I thought I thought Sandy calls him by his name. Maybe not. I don't. I thought maybe Sandy did at the towards the end of the episode, but I don't think I wrote it down. But see, even then, it would be towards the end. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Up until now, it's Luke. Even whenever the secret's getting passed around. Luke's dad. Did you hear about Luke's dad? Right. Um, uh, Carson. Oh, it's Carson. Okay. That's I was going to say, it's not even on the, I guess I have to expand the cast list in order to see it. Because I was just like, yeah, because I don't really, like I remember writing down, normally whenever I write it down, like uh, somebody just like Luke's dad or whatever, you normally correct me or just say the person's name. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I don't remember it, but I'm pretty certain she will correct me. So we have Carson. Okay, yeah. So there it is. Brian McNamory. Carson Ward. Okay. So obviously the moment happens. They kiss. Um, Seth's or Ryan sees it. Sorry. I keep on saying Seth. Ryan sees it. Luke sees it. Oh my God. And then of course the Gus bus sees it as well. And the rest is history. Um, that freaks out. Yikes. You know what I mean? So, so the question to you is this, right? You see this happen in your Ryan. Okay. I mean, Ryan was really just like, oh, shit, this is going to make everything with Luke horrible. Right. That was Ryan's face. Like, he was like, shit, this is, like, bad for me and the relationship I've started with Luke. Because, like, they've already been through some shit. Right. So, the thing is, is weird, is 24 hours, not 24 hours, I would say maybe a nighttime transpires. Right? Because... What's what's really weird is like he's I guess he was supposed to meet up with Marissa or talk to Marissa that night, right? Because that's kind of known the next day because they start grilling. Would you, if you were Ryan, like I would have had to have told somebody. Well, I mean, it's like Marissa says at the very end of the episode: when someone tells you you can't say anything, everyone knows that does not include someone's significant other, right? Like, sorry, so if, like, something like that happens. Also, um. Like, because I had the same best friend, like, my entire life. And, like, we're still best friends. I'm pretty sure everyone knew if they ever told me not to tell anyone something that I was telling my friend Kelsey. 
Right. Like, like, right. like, that, summer, like in, Marissa right? is <laughs> telling Summer. Like, right. Yeah. Except, like, I guess it sucks when someone's best friends with someone like Summer who, like, comes across like a blabbermouth. Yes. Because you're like, oh my God, Summer's going to tell someone. Yeah. So, but, if I'm on my way home or I get home, somebody's going to have to find out. Like, this one's a big one, right? You know what I mean? So, obviously, get home. And then, of course, they're walking into school. Um, Seth is hilarious here. You know what I mean? He's, he's given, he's given Ryan, you know, shit because, you know, him and Luke, they stayed up as we know, you know, we know that they didn't, but Marissa and Seth think that they just stayed up all night, buddy, buddied and studied and did their project and their best friends. Now. I, I wonder if he like needed to decompress, right? Like, because it's like, he probably is worried for Luke because that's just like, no, uh. I don't know how you react to that. Yeah. And then he's also, like I was saying, like he made some progress with Luke and he knows Luke's immediate reaction is going to be to like recoil back and like right. be a jerk. Which we see in a few minutes. You know what I mean? And it, you're right. It's it's crazy because, and then on top of that, like Ryan always feels like he's in the wrong place at the, right, <laughs> at the wrong time. You know what I mean? He's always at the wrong place at the wrong time. Like yeah. always. You know, it's crazy. It was, it was like cool, you know, Caleb and Julia. That was that was the you know most recent moment. And now this one, it's like back to back. It's like, and this is a big one. You know what I mean? Like again, we're this a- was like I just think Ryan understands because like his parents aren't together. Right. And he understands like the effect of like your parents not being together. And on top of that, he just watched everything with Marissa's dad. Yes. And like, so it's just like he can see this like gossip side of it that like he didn't see when his parents lit up. Like, right. You know, like people were probably more in Ryan's corner being somewhere where it's not as gossipy as Newport. And like, I, I just think Ryan is like, this is not, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah. Like, because it, the first time Caleb ever introduces himself, oh, so that's the kid that burnt down my house. Like, that's like, that's, he knows that's like going to be the thing. Um, I do love when Seth, they're walking in and Seth goes, oh, great. First summer and Anna, now you and Luke. It's and so he- funny. <laughs> He's just really upset. And then, of course, Ryan walks up to approach Luke and then Luke just says something very distasteful to him and some remarks to uh, Seth. Um, and then he goes, I would play. <laughs> Like at this particular moment when he acts like, I feel like I would put this, I would send an eat. What are we in? Like AOL. So I'd probably instant messenger everybody. Like what happened? This is 2003. Yeah. I don't even know what I would have done. Was MySpace like? I would have put it on. I would have plastered it on my MySpace. The bulletin board? Yes. Gus or Luke's dad was making out with another man. I would have made sure to publish that on my MySpace just because of that moment we just had. He was such a jerk to Ryan. Such a jerk. But you could see it in Luke's eyes. Like, shut up. Like, don't say anything. Like, he was like, oh, my God. Like, it's just. But that's what I don't get. Like, why is Luke like that? Yep. And he plays water polo. Doesn't he? Isn't that like an outlet? Like, I don't. I mean, you do have to hit the ball. So, I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean. Um. And of course, we transition inside. Seth goes to give, you know, gives, try to give a talk to Anna. You know what I mean? Like, he just tries to, you know, kiss up a little bit. And then, of course, she gives him the cold shoulder. And then Anna and Summer are bonding, which is Seth's It's so funny because Anna's saying all these things that are, like, Summer's, like, does not understand. And before, she was, like, making fun of her for things like this. But now she's, like, cool with it. And I'm, like... Can you be consistent? <laughs> exactly. Like, but I mean, I guess it's the bonding over uh, giving the hatred Steph. of stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's apparently strong. Um, of course, then we transition. I think the first moment is whenever they're at the yoga lattes, right? Is whenever it first gets spun, which then the phone calls proceed to everybody calling everybody whenever it got well, around town. That really stupid fast. lady, Taryn, yeah. runs in. And I like that Julie and um, Kirsten are like off to the side because yeah. you can tell that like Julie and Kirsten play the game, but they're not like part of it. Right. Like Julie used to be, but then the whole thing with Jimmy kind of made her turn sour on these ladies. Right. So Julie and Kirsten are off to the side and there's always that one lady who runs in with all this gossip. <laughs> but the way she does it is like, it makes me so uncomfortable because like, I understand it's like a juicy gossip thing, but I'm yeah. like, this is like the end of a family as they know it. Like, <laughs> exactly. it's so horrible. <laughs> and like, I don't know how, like, 
I don't know. I know we and all she do played it, it up like it was just like hilarious. Yeah. And then I'm like, this isn't funny. Like, this is <laughs> oh. horrible. And then they have what like, three kids, right? Three? Yeah. And like two of them are young. Right. This and is... like I just but I also love that she's like, like, she's like, someone was getting her car serviced and overheard. And I'm like, what? What? Like, how do you just overhear this? But then, like, later, Luke explains the details of it going out like this, and it makes yeah. more sense to me. Yeah. But, like... I'm at this like, particular moment, though. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm no. like, you were at a car dealership, and you overheard that someone is gay, yeah. and his wife is leaving him? Like, yeah. what? And, and that's what makes this, this, this situation even less funny, because we're in this moment. It's not like he's cheating on her with another woman right because, because it's this like, calls into like i mean it's the name of the episode the secret like right. how many other things have you been keeping a secret like right. what is the real like what are the real feelings involved here like has the entire marriage been a sham like where did it like because it's not like you were saying like it's not like another woman like it's someone completely different exactly. that he like you probably he she probably never thought twice when he was like i'm going on a business trip with my partner Gus, but if he had gone on a business trip with someone named Jennifer, you know she would have been all up in arms about it. But exactly. apparently, she didn't have to worry about that. Like, because then the one lady, it made me so annoyed. She was like, "He's never made a pass at me, so now I feel a little bit better." I'm like, <laughs> "This family is word. gonna barely recover from this, and you're just like, he never checked me out." That's, also, and that's like, what does she that mean? That's, Does that's, that mean all these ladies were like, okay, if they all cheated on each other with each other's like spouses, but like, as long as they checked them out, right? <laughs> like, what? I just was like, I'm so grateful I wasn't raised somewhere like this. Oh my god, it's so bad, right? It, it's just it calls into question everything. It calls it just like each one of these people are evil human beings. Yeah, um, like just horrible. But I love Julie and um, Kirsten's response. Julie's like, have you eaten? And she's like, what do you have in mind? And she's like, fried food and beer. Because they know none of these ladies will be doing that. And they exactly. literally like just grab their stuff and run. And like it's it. so funny to me. Right. Because as like a stress eater, like, yes. Yeah. And like, that's it's the, the only thing that will make everything better. <laughs> and I like that they recognize like this is not a nice thing. Like this no. is not like a fun gossip thing. Yeah. Like, this is a horrible thing. Yeah. And Julie, and like, you know, it, like, she's going through a divorce. You know what I mean? She, yeah. Like, you know. and I think that's softened Julie a bit. Like, yeah, I, agree. I think like at the beginning, like she still is like a bad guy per se, mm -hmm. but like Julie's more like, you can see her thought process behind stuff at yeah. least. I that's why like her and Caleb just make the juiciest <laughs> couple of all time. They really do. They really do. Uh, and I love that because it kind of shows how good of a relationship Kirsten and Julie really have. Like we, that's always sometimes lost in the shuffle throughout some of the episodes because they are at war sometimes, but they do have yeah. a good friendship, right? They have a good friendship, you know? Yeah. I mean? And I think like before the divorce, Kirsten kind of like was friends with Julie out of like convenience and like Julie was her neighbor and like married her childhood boyfriend. And like, it was, she was just like there. Exactly. But I think like after the divorce, she's seen Julie kind of mature a little bit. Yep. And she kind of like can they confide in each other a little bit like mm -hmm. like they would not ask anyone else of that group to go get fried food and beer. No, 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 like, no. You it know what I mean? Be, it would like, be them too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It would just so it, like it that's them. why like I like that they're like they're not even frenemies, but they do like have these like little fights. But then they're like, do you want to go get some fried onion rings? Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But like, can we talk the other about girls' reactions would have been yeah. like, ew, yeah. fried onion rings. Like they get salads with no croutons. Like, come on. Like, but I love their conversation because it's so weird. Like, um, they're like bonding over things about Kirsten's dad. Right. And it's so uncomfortable because I'm like, <laughs> he's doing this to Julie in like a sexual way. Like, you know, when she's like, Do you like that he calls you Kiki? And she's like, No, I hate it. And she's like, he calls me Juju. <laughs> and I'm like, like, but he doesn't mean it the same way. Like, it's so gross. But it is true because people always say, like, you marry, like, your, like, like girls marry, like, their father and, like, guys marry their mother and stuff like right. that. And I'm like, it's really funny because, like, 
you can have that connection, but like you should not. Like, no, <laughs> no, like I would never ever talk to like my husband's mom about like the things my husband does. Like, right, exactly. You know, like it's just really weird. Like, oh, awkward. Like it's so weird. But and, I love and the that thing about it's so fresh still, right? It's, it's so fresh because she just redresses that Caleb. Um, she told Caleb that like. Jimmy's going to sell the house and she's going to have nowhere to live. And he was like, that's not my problem. And <laughs> they such broke a, up. Such a dick. Like, such a <laughs> dick. Okay, what I don't understand is because Julie goes, I don't want everyone to know that Caleb Nickel dumped me. But right. then she says that she broke up with him when he reacted that way. And I'm like, so what is the truth? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> because I would really admire Julie if a guy reacted like that. And she's like, peace out. Like, done with you like exactly but like if she did it like if she like confided in him and then he dumped her like i don't really feel i really feel like that's something he would do yeah like he probably had kirsten text her like <laughs> dumped hey i need you to do me a favor today your job like, can you today. fax julie cooper a breakup letter <laughs> like like <sighs> Oh my god! But then um, they're like bonding over said this that too because Caleb is the type of guy that he would have somebody send his emails or send his te like faxes over to them because That's like as he's older, so it's like my dad always talks to me about this. He's like, "Well, I email someone and I really want to do this, especially with COVID." Like my dad's like working from home and stuff. He's like, "I don't know what any of the stuff people are asking me to do," but my dad <laughs> calls to see like to ask us. So I'm like, not only is Caleb like older, so he like probably relies on like younger people in his company, mm -hmm. but he always, always uses he like Kirsten for like her personal connections with people. Yeah, like, exactly. And you know he was probably like, tell Julie, like it's over. <laughs> it's like, a wrap. Can't like, do it anymore. But um Kirsten gives Julie all this advice. Yes. She's like, my dad is just always trying to replace our my mother, and like that's never gonna happen. And she's like, if he would just wake up out of that, he could find someone to spend his life with. And she's like, he should be relaxing, like having fun, but right. like have someone to enjoy this wealth and like luxury and he, with. And she's saying this as like, not Julie. <laughs> but she's totally saying this. Like, I don't mean you. I mean, someone closer right. in his age. Exactly. I mean, someone that has their own money. So it's not like, and Julie is like looks like she's listening but we find out later she, the wheels are turning <laughs> exactly like julie's like gotcha exactly oh she's like oh that's a great idea let me <laughs> no. go ahead and run with this right you're taking mental notes in her head oh my god but then um Ooh. jimmy Ooh. and sandy Ooh. Ooh. who have like throughout the episode they've given us like random little two minute scenes with them bonding yeah like they keep so. eating lunch together like mm -hmm. I mean, this is expanding way past legal advice. Because the other thing is, Sandy's not even his lawyer. No. Like, Sandy helped him find, like, a specialized tax lawyer. And right, is he, like, giving, like, is he passing the notes from the tax lawyer to Sandy to then Sandy? Because, like, the, are these billable hours? Like, this <laughs> is, like, like, because that's how lawyers are. Like, <laughs> they, oh, my God, yes, they are. And, you know, Rachel would not allow this, like, not allow all this free work. No, not like, even close. um, so they're having lunch, they're bonding. And he's like, Thanks for being so cool about this. And in my mind, I'm like, He's right. Like, he like straight up told Sandy when they were like laying on the floor eating junk food, like, I'm in love with yeah. Kirsten. Yeah, still. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know if it's like word vomit or something, but Jimmy just can't stop talking. And he's like, I know you probably only heard about it through Kirsten. He's like, Heard about what? And he's like, I'm so sorry. It was just a lapse in judgment. And Sandy's like, heard about what, Jimmy? And then Jimmy gets this look on his face. Like, he's like, holy shit, he doesn't know. <laughs> and I'm like, so why would you Walk say anything? Walk it like, back. Like, just be like, like, that I told you I still, like, had feelings for her. Like, right. like but Jimmy's a doofus and can't right. do that. No wonder right. all this bad stuff is happening to Jimmy. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I kissed her. And I'm like, why would you tell someone this? <laughs> It's just so uncomfortable. And then Sandy is just like, Sandy's one of those scary, angry guys because he's oh never angry. God, right. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's like one of those yes. people, nothing upsets him. Everything rolls off of him. And it's like, this is just like a, no. Yes. No. Yeah. Sandy is upset visibly. And you're right. That's the weird thing. Like, you look at him. He's like, it's like you see, you've never really seen him like this yet. Yeah. Right? 
he's he's been upset like his feelings have been hurt but this is like that crosses a line right you know what i mean yeah. you kissed my wife and like my yeah. wife didn't tell me like i this is different from handing out a thousand or hundred thousand dollar check right which um, is still just like i <laughs> still random why don't you just write him like a $5 million check right now and just be done with it? Maybe he can take a <laughs> jail time. You know what I mean? Just um, obviously now we transition gossip is spreading. Um, Seth finds out obviously, which is like the, the greatest thing ever. Right. And now everybody knows. Luke he runs Ryan. to Ryan. So <laughs> Ryan. excited. And Ryan. then Seth is just so sad when he realizes like Ryan knew and didn't right. say anything. Right, he's heartbroken. And then he's like, shit, like they're bonding more than us. Like, exactly. I thought you were my brother. Like, <laughs> exactly. But, um, and then of course, Luke is so angry. And then, furious. Ryan got two thumbs down from me for how angry he is at Marissa. Right. Oh my God. He was okay. Like, I feel like part of his reasoning was obviously like just three days ago, she lied to him. Just three days and ago. like her best friend is Summer. Like it's the same way, like Ryan wouldn't tell Seth because Seth is like a blabbermouth. Right. And it's like, I just I understand like the not trusting her, but she has such a deeper relationship with Luke that like I don't think she would spread that. Right, yeah. No, and I agree with you. But I think part of it is like a subconscious like Ryan he's had, had Seth like he has mommy issues. Right. Like, yeah, there we go. That's the perfect way. Yeah, he's got mommy issues. That's his, that's a hundred percent what it is. He's got mommy issues. Yeah, and that's where I think that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, uh, it was ugly, and and you know Luke had to run out obviously because that's just traumatizing all in itself. I mean, I, I, I wonder what it. time it was. Like, was it like first period? Like, is that an excused absence? <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty certain that. What do you be. think Dr. Kim said? <laughs> I wonder if something like that happens. Like, does Dr. Kim call the parents in? Like, did she try to talk to them? Like, because the school was a frenzy. Like, oh it my looked God. Like, in, like, it looked like in Mean Girls and like, she's having like the jungle vision. Like, yeah, it was wild. Yeah, exactly. Like, there were no rules at that school in that moment. It was like chaos. Everyone was just running. Yeah. Like, I, no. Everybody no. was telling everybody. That's all it was. Like, yeah, no, my high school would have never let something like that happen ever. No, um, I went to public school. <laughs> I didn't go to fancy Newport private school. <laughs> I think because if it's like, I bet you the teachers were gossiping too. Oh, absolutely. So like they were like, shit, this is juicy. Like, it's like when a teacher would confiscate a note and then they'd read it and they'd be like, they'd like react to what they were reading. And it's like, oh, yeah. but most of the time it was like nothing. And they didn't understand it. My best friend and I in high school, we had a code. So if our notes ever got confiscated, no one would know what it was about. Oh, that's fantastic. I love yeah. that. They I tried to read. I tried to read one like two weeks ago. Like my mom sent me a photo of one. Yeah. I have no idea what it said. Like, <laughs> I have no idea. I sent it to my best friend. I was like, what were we on? Like, I don't understand. Oh, it's so good. But, uh, yeah, I don't blame him for leaving school. I would have left, too. Like, oh, my God. In a heartbeat. I wanted to leave, like, from, like, the room. <laughs> like, I was like, can't watch this. Because Luke is such a jerk. So, you know, even his friends, yeah. like, hate him. Yeah. So, they were, like, probably, like, ready to yeah. pounce. Like, because, <laughs> you know, Luke is probably, like, Regina George, in a sense, where, like, his friends showed up and had done something stupid over the weekend. He probably wouldn't let it go. So they probably were just waiting on something horrible oh. to happen with Luke. Yeah, they were waiting like, to, to. Yep, here we go, guys. Now just, Luke's no longer the leader of this crew. We can kick him out because he's a dick. And I just I love so much because the next scene is um, Sandy and Kirsten. Ooh. But even they're gossiping about it. Like God, <laughs> like, it's like Sandy pretends he hates Newport, but I'm like, homeboy gossips a lot. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like, but I love he's too upset about Kirsten and Jimmy to like revel in this. Yeah, because he's just talking about secrets. <laughs> but um, so they're cooking, which I don't understand because they're like at the grill. But then they go inside and they're eating Chinese takeout. <laughs> but why are they at the grill? Like I literally rewind it and I was like, maybe they're not cooking. Maybe they're just outside. But why wouldn't you be at the patio furniture? Why would you be hanging out at the grill? Like it makes no sense. But they're um. 
I love this scene because they're at the dinner table with their takeout Chinese food. Mm-hmm. And Sandy's drinking red wine and Kirsten's drinking white wine. And I'm like, can you, like, no, like, you guys have to share, have the same kind of wine. You can't have right. two. I don't know. I need to know what their Chinese is. I think, at this, particular, I think the, this particular moment, they poured their own glasses of wine, maybe. And normally, like, you know, Kirsten pours the glasses of wine for both of them. But at this particular moment, Sandy's like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not drinking that white. Now that you have two open bottles, like, come yeah. on, guys, come on. <laughs> but um, they're talking in code. Like, yes. Seth brings up that Luke always calls him a queer. Yes. And he's like, isn't that ironic? Right. And then Sandy kind of tries to correct him because Sandy's like king liberal, like, you know, yeah, like. exactly. And um, even for back then, Sandy's pretty ahead of his time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 2003, I feel like people weren't as like on top of this stuff. Calling not, people a, out. not even close. And um, then like, he's like, well, it's nice to see the shoe on the other foot. And Sandy's like, that's literally not applicable because it's not like. It's not like Luke is the gay one, like, like, and then Sandy kind of stops trying to correct him because yeah. he's just so annoyed. He's and so then mad. Kirsten is like, "Well, some people can recover from secrets. Like, I heard Shirley filed for divorce, but let's just hope that they, as a family, can work on this." And Sandy's like, all like dark. He's like, "Some secrets aren't like I don't even know what he said, but he was so angry." And I'm just like, "My God! Like, if my parents were talking like this in front of me, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on?'" Like, <laughs> all right, guys. Like, with I, love, beans. I love Ryan knows like Ryan because he probably witnessed this with his parents oh, a lot yeah. before they split up. Oh yeah. And he was probably he's just like he's just like bowing his head down, eating his food, like I'm staying out of this. Like yep. he knew it was none of his business. But Seth is so clueless, he like won't shut up about <laughs> Luke calling him a queer. And I'm like, <laughs> no one's talking about this, Seth. Like your parents are over here, like secrets kill marriages. And, like, you're over here, like well, he always calls me a faggot. Like I'm like, and then Sandy is like, don't say that word. And then like it's just so funny because there's so much going on, but Ryan is just like staying completely out of it, just like stabbing his food really aggressively. <laughs> like it was just so funny. Like Ryan's part of the family, but he's also like that guest that like witnesses a huge family meltdown and he's just like I'm ignoring it like it's just wild it was a wild scene I would it not was. want to be at that dinner table no and and I their, love their house is apparently not one to go to a dinner party to <laughs> no not at all like two episodes in a row I don't want to have dinner there which it's like their house family. all I want to do is go to their house but oh god not for any of these dinners, let me tell you. you. Know, it's the kind of house you can go swimming in without opening or letting anybody else know. You're yeah, there. <laughs> apparently. Apparently. But then um, they like, Seth apologizes to Summer and Anna. such a good apology. But no, apologize to them individually. I know he's like, you guys are always together, but he could have been like, I need to talk to you guys individually and apologize. Because now he's like two for one deal. I'm going to apologize once and not go out of my way to apologize twice. Well, that's true too. <laughs> and I don't like that. I don't like it. It's not the Seth Cohen I remember. But, but I, what I love though is I love how they get, like they have this moment, right? Seth, I mean, Anna and Summer have this moment in the midst of his apology where they're like, oh, oh my God, he's so And then they cute. don't want to hang out anymore. No, it just transitions to they're not even interested in, Oh, uh, I I don't do flashcards anyway, and and they just kind of get up and storm off. It's just it's it's hilarious. And then Summer comes up to Seth first, and mm-hmm. she's like, "What are you doing on Saturday?" And then they make a date. Yes. And then Seth is all excited, walks mm-hmm. out of the building, so excited. And then Anna He's corners on cloud him. nine. And then Anna corners him, and I admire that he tells Anna, "I'm hanging with Summer." Hundred percent. But then Anna's like, "Well, what are you doing on Friday?" And I'm like, "This guy." Didn't learn shit. <laughs> like that apology meant nothing. Like, oh, this is but like it was, so. It's so stressful because I'm like, I really like Seth, but I'm like watching this as an adult. I'm like, wow, he sucks. But wasn't Anna just mad for like him doing the same exact thing, and now she's like, you know what, encouraging it? Right, exactly. It's like really weird. It, it like it was weird to watch because I'm like, this is like not. I don't know. It was weird character development. It was like backwards character development. It, it was because it's like part of it. For like, like oh. everyone involved. <laughs> exactly. Not just Seth or not just no. Anna. Like all of them. It was Everybody. Weird. And this whole like, episode. He is... apologized but then did the same thing. Like yeah. I don't understand. 
Like, and then I mean, what they're I, mad, what's what Anna and, and Summer were mad about, right? They're participating. They're participating. Like, obviously, they're Summer was the first one to him, right? Summer yeah. was the first one. But, like, but is like, he telling Summer, like, I'm hanging out with Anna on Friday? Like, probably not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting. I just thought it was weird because like Seth is back on the game because he's like, oh, well, I'm not doing anything Friday night. But you're thinking like, well, damn, Seth, you just got out of this predicament. Now you're back in it. But then also at the same time, Anna, who was just mad at him for the for being in this predicament, is now like, well, I'm going to see him Friday night because I'm going to make it so awesome Friday night that he's not going to want to go Saturday night. Like what yeah. is that? Like, it's no. so bizarre. It's so weird. So, so, so weird. It's it's. I don't know. It's funny. I just, I just, yeah. Um, it, and it's funny to me because it's like, it's Seth, right? It's nerdy Seth. And Seth and has. He's in the weirdest predicament. Like, he's in the predicament the Coens probably thought Ryan would be in. It, exactly. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> Ryan's locked down. You know what I mean? Like, right this second. You know, he's locked down in his relationship. Um, and then we have our moment. Um, Ryan, Luke. Oh, his house. Not, not, not somewhere I'd want to be. No. It's, um, I, they don't explain why does Marissa go with Ryan? Like, I mean, I like it. She was there like, already. Oh, okay. I didn't know. When they opened. They just opened. made me so uncomfortable. Like, no, no, she was like the already suitcases, there. And then like, you can hear them arguing and then yeah. the mom like storms off crying. And like, I never saw my mom cry. So I was like, I can't imagine seeing your parents like, argue like this and your mom like crying actively and then she's literally like sobbing upstairs which you can hear her right. and then his dad is like crying and like running after the mom i'm like this is so uncomfortable like yeah. nobody needs to be at their house right not not like, anybody like i don't want like and me as luke i would be like all right guys, I would leave. Have to go. like y'all have then to go. they take him like to right. get out of there luckily and it's like I really admire like Luke for opening up to Marissa and Ryan. Cause like, he's obviously more comfortable opening up to Marissa, but like he does open up in front of Ryan. Marissa gives some really solid fucking advice. And I don't understand why Luke, like I understand like Luke is like currently in a predicament. So he's not really listening to anyone. But Marissa's like, I just went down with all this shit with my dad. And she's like, it's not the same, but it was a secret he kept from us. And like she's like, but now I can talk to him openly. I right. like have a better relationship with him now than I did before. Just like I think like once you get over how horrible it is, like you can establish a new kind of relationship with him that's better than your previous one. Exactly. But they already showed us that Luke and his dad already had a nice relationship. So I'm sure he can't understand that. Like Yeah. But yeah. I don't yeah. understand these people like getting in a fight with them. I, I don't understand it. They just They're from a different school. Like, hey. It's like dark out. Nobody's there. They waited until Marissa was gone. Like, it's really weird. And then so they beat the shit out of them. Oh, my God. But I didn't know how bad it was until they cut to the Cohen's house. Yeah. And I hate this scene so much because Sandy, well, Julie comes to the door and basically tells Kirsten, I hijacked all your advice mm -hmm. and I used yeah. it to win your dad back. Yep. Here's a plant. Don't forget to water it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Julie's Julie's like so happy. And Kirsten's face is like, I cannot believe she's, you. She's floored. She's speechless. And, and, and then in her head, she's probably thinking, holy shit. I'm the reason they got back together. Because yeah. <laughs> Julie drops a bomb that Caleb is going to buy her house as an investment. Oh my. Right. As an investment. What kind of investment is that? I don't know because how is that a listen, profitable investment? Their neighborhood is owned by the Newport group. So he kind of already owned it to begin with. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So. It's weird. It's not an investment. I don't know what's going on there. That's actually very true. I didn't even think about that whenever we saw it. So technically he already owns like he bought the his own property. Yeah. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah. Then <laughs> this seems so hilarious. So funny. Like she has this plant now and she's walking yeah. back to the kitchen with the plant. And then Sandy's like, Seth, can you ask your mother who was at the door? Who's visibly, who's <laughs> visibly right there. In the <laughs> and then Seth is like, mom, who's at the door? And then she's like, Julie. And then Seth was like, Julie's there. And then Sandy's like, can you ask your mom what she wanted? And then Seth is like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, <laughs> why am I doing this? Like, no. And then, um, 
Kirsten lays down the law that, like, she, her dad bought the house next door to them and that they're back together. And, like, there's a possibility that Caleb could live next door to them. And Sandy's like, what? And before there's any time to react, Luke is carried in by Marissa and Ryan. And he does not look great. No. My God, the guy was beat up. Why did and, why did Luke look worse than <laughs> I don't get that. Like Ryan yeah. had like a little red spot, yeah. but nothing else. Luke got like, his is... like annihilated. I think Luke was kind of trying like hoping it would happen to make yeah. a point to his dad or something. But then I love that Luke is like, don't call my parents. And then Sandy's yeah. like, I'm gonna call his dad. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He already knew. Yeah. Like, but man. And it's like I like that he let them take him to the Cohen's, like. Because oh, I mean, yeah. I guess you wouldn't want to go to Julie's. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a it was a it was a it was a very good moment. Like, uh, you know, I I loved Sandy giving Luke that pep talk, right? Also, why is Sandy watching cartoons? Because <laughs> he likes cartoons. It's really weird. He's reading the paper and watching cartoons. I don't understand. Yeah, it, it, it's. I, I just. Yeah, I I don't know. It, to me, it was it was a very good moment. Um. I think the pep talk that that Luke or that Ryan kind of gave Luke kind of got to Luke a little bit. Obviously, we're talking yeah. about his dad. He doesn't have a relationship with his dad, right? You know what yeah. I mean? He talked about that while they were in the bleachers and stuff like that. He's like, I know what it's like. You know what I mean? I know what this is like. It's not a, the same predicament, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you're lucky enough to even have your dad in your life. You know what I mean? He yeah. might not be who you quote unquote thought he was. But it's not the end of the world. Your dad's not leaving forever type situation. You know what I mean? He's still ever present. Um, and then, of course, you know, Luke then the, leaves with his dad, which is a very sweet moment. You know what I mean? Very, very sweet moment. I wouldn't have blamed Luke, though, if he didn't. No, me neither. No, no. Because, again, at the same time, like, he does have this relationship with his dad. But at the same time, he just found out his dad has been living alive for however many years that Luke's been alive. I guess he's 16, 17 years old, whatever he is. He looks like he's 25. But, you know, he's 16, 17 years old right here. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we have the moment between Sandy and and uh, Sandy and Kirsten. Um it's kind of the kiss and makeup moment, I guess you could say, right? Yeah, it's it's fine. It's weird. They always do this where they don't um, resolve any of their issues. They just no, like, they just something yeah. bigger happens. They like put it to the side. Yeah, it's so. But weird. I guess that's kind of like marriage. It was just weird because it was like, oh, no way you can know everything about uh, someone. I'm just like, I feel that, but another man kissed you like that's not <laughs> this is not just any random secret right but um and then right before the end of the episode i thought it was hilarious like um everybody was talking about how it, luke ryan seth and marissa were standing at the like the the it was like standing there like they were the 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 new group in school the outcast or whatever and they were all standing there and then um you know ryan goes <laughs> he said well luke said something about you know Obviously, he's the most recent gossip. And then, of course, Ryan's like, I'll always be known as the kid that, you know, burnt down the house. And then um, Marissa goes, well, I'm the girl that will all be known to try to kill herself in Mexico. And then Seth just goes, I'm still Seth Cohen. <laughs> so funny. It's so Seth, too. It really is. And that was basically the end of the episode. Really good episode. Interesting episode. Lots of, lots of interesting things kind of transpired. Um, fun fact. What you got for us? I only could find um, one when the teacher is doing roll call at the very beginning of the episode, she calls out the names of like the producers and like creators of the show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny. Like they didn't like just make up names like, or like, you know, give backstory to any characters in the background. Exactly. Had them name producers of the show. Um, so we had another com. We had a comment on our Facebook, our Facebook, on our YouTube, which is really awesome. Jeremy Rife, Rife, I hope that says that right. But he said, "Fun fact about your next episode: the secret they make an Everwood reference, and Ben McKenzie's cousin Sarah Drew was on that show, and he dated Emily Van Camp." Um, it's first amazing. Off, first off, thank you, Jeremy, for the comment. We yeah. really, really appreciate that. That's awesome because we we want more stuff like that. We want people to share some you know fun facts with us and, and that we don't know, and uh, that's the whole purpose of the show. So it makes it awesome. Um. Oh, MVP. What do you got? This is a I, hard one. Yeah, I had a couple. I went with Marissa. Hmm. 
because Marissa was kind of like a trooper. Like she understood why Ryan was so mad, but she like was like a bigger person. And she was like, you just have to know next time. Like everyone knows when you have a secret, you're allowed to tell your significant other. Right. But she was like really like cool about everything with Luke and still making sure Ryan understood that like it wasn't their relationship. I don't know. Yeah. And she was like the most mature out of everyone on the episode. Which is weird, I just want to yeah. say. Yeah. For me, like I battle between Marissa and Ryan, right? I, I I leaned to Marissa for the same reasons you did because she obviously was like the most sane person of the episode. And like for me, it was like Ryan at first, I was like, all right, well, I loved Ryan, but I didn't also I was on the same boat with you that I didn't really like how Ryan reacted to Marissa, but I semi got it, but at the same time I didn't, you know. Yeah. Um, Marissa was great, right? She was just great throughout the episode. She was super funny in this episode. I think that's another thing that stood out to me. What's different from the other ones. I thought yeah. she was really funny in this episode and she's not always like that, which just made it, um, right. but it just, it just, it, it worked. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it, it was, it was Marissa as well. So I, I thought it was great. I loved it. Um, a good episode. Obviously, I think it might might have been just a little bit of a step back from our last episode, but we know why because it was just the Thanksgiving episode and everything kind of popped off. But Chris Mika next week. Are you can't excited? Wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Make Love sure to, make sure to head on over to Twitter. Give Kenzie a follow at Ken's Vanunu. Give myself a follow at Ricky Blair underscore. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and continuing to listen to the show each and every week. It makes it fun. As you can tell, we have a lot of fun talking about the show. Um, and it's just, it's, it's been a blast doing this. So thank you so much for listening. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.